Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Top Step F1 podcast. This is episode two, and again, my name's Ash, and I'm joined by Dan. Hello, mate. Hello, how are you? I'm very well, thanks. How are you? Not too bad, thanks. We just had our first race of the season, which I could certainly say lived up to the hype that we were expecting. Uh, how did you find the race, Dan? Uh, as you say, I, I I don't think I have any complaints for that race at all. Um for a, especially for a Bahrain Grand Prix, I, I think Bahrain Grand Prix aren't always great. But uh, as a season opener, that was uh, that was a near perfect race. It was spicy, wasn't it? It was definitely something very after, spicy. Uh, all the after all the hype, the testing kind of uh, brought in, especially with the uh, the look of the Red Bull. It's uh, finally good to have Hamilton and Verstappen kind of racing wheel to wheel again. We have a fight. We have a fight for a change. It's looking... Uh, I mean, we sort of knew that from qualifying, really, when Red Bull had, uh, what was it, like four-tenths, a four-tenths advantage. Yes, it was looking... Not. Yeah, it was looking looking pretty good from there. And, uh, yeah, I... <laughs> it, it just... The, the race had everything. It just had everything. We had we had some really good racing. We had uh, a really good fight at the front. Different strategies. Yeah, I I I don't think we could ask for more. So it was very good. It was very good to see the the midfield battles going on as well as having Hamilton and Verstappen going at it at the front. Um, kind of a shame that Mercedes kind of missed their second pit stop with Bottas, obviously. But um, I still don't think he would have been up there with them. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. It definitely, it definitely had everything that we could have wanted, I guess. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, the 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 one of the aspects that I found uh, really, really entertaining was the just how competitive it was in the midfield. I mean, you'll remember that we from the race we had uh, what was it? We had Alpine, Ferrari, and Aston Martin, three abreast. Uh, going into turn three, pretty much, and uh, yep. you know it was it was just great to see. It was just uh, really close racing. The field was mixed up as well. It wasn't like we had, like you know, just in in constructor order like we have done for a number of seasons, where there's just not really been much mixing up. The performance is all quite close, so we're getting like a mm -hmm. a mix up um, of drivers as well so it's, it's just really really good to see and i really enjoyed that battle uh, yeah it was it was good it was good to see a um i think it was it was between it was it was between um stroll uh alonso and i think science i think it was yeah he serves me wrong yeah. um and other science came out on top um it's good to see uh could see alonso um up there um i don't think that alpine is a great car at all. Um, obviously, Ocon was unlucky and got hit by Vettel, but I still don't think he would have broken into the top ten. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's good to see that um, Alonso back and he's still got the speed there with that car and also with a um, Ferrari as well. Obviously, they were having issues last year. Um, I don't think they're anywhere near the top two, but it's good to see them in the midfield. And they um, obviously, they had a good result um, with the there in sixth and science in eighth so it's definitely the step forward that they want to see yeah I, I i was happy to see ferrari doing a lot better i think i think it's it's good for everybody that ferrari are you know further up the field because they should be towards the front they're not quite there yet of course but uh yeah the the, the car looked pretty solid uh they were pretty racy and uh, hopefully that's uh, a bit of an upward trend and it carries on. I uh, I agree with you on the point about Alpine. It was a little bit disappointing. They looked actually fairly strong in testing, but they didn't really come through in the race. Alonso, though, still very, very good. Doesn't look like he's lost anything. And uh, he even says himself that he's not actually at 100% himself yet. So we'll we'll see more from him i'm sure never know we might see a bit of magic at some point uh but yeah uh unfortunate for Ocon, who yeah got hit by vettel who just seemed to 
have a massive lockup, and it was a little bit bizarre. It looked like... It, I don't know about you, but it sort of seemed like it was one of those typical Vettel mistakes that we've seen for the last few years. I think he... I think he changed his mind coming under braking because obviously he yeah. was to uh, the right-hand side um, going into the corner and then he moved back over for the racing line and obviously he would have lost downforce getting that close and, and just locked up. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know if he's enjoying the Aston. Um, the Aston has definitely been hit by the uh, loss of the rear downforce with the floor. Um, and obviously, um, I think I, um, they were talking about the rate change. Um, obviously, having a higher rate is more beneficial this year. Um, and I think the um, I think the Aston Martin's got one of the lowest rate, rates on the grid, so they're definitely being hurt by that. But yeah, I, I agree. I think it was a, I think I definitely think it was a all Vettel's mistake. Um, it was. I would like to say it was uncharacteristic, but again, like you say, over the past few years, we have seen a few few mistakes like that um you kind of think you know was a full-time world champion you kind of would be over that now but it doesn't look like it yeah it's it's disappointing to see it um i i honestly thought it it sort of it performed better i mean obviously it's only one race we've got a long way to go but that aston is not going to be easy to drive all season long because they're not going to they're not going to change that design philosophy now Especially with the uh, the reg changes for next year, uh, they 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 look like the ones that have been hit the most. Mercedes have obviously been hit by it quite heavily as well, but they seem to have been able to at least recover some of that compared to say Aston. And uh, yeah, uh, it's it's unfortunate, but you know these regulation changes that we get every so often they do tend to affect some cars more than others and unfortunately for Vettel and Stroll as well uh they they've been hit the hardest and it's going to it's going to be a painful year for him i think do you think he will be able to adapt with how the Aston drives or do you think it'll just be one of those i think this year for like especially for like Haas it's kind of a uh, wipe the slate clean because everything starts again next year. I think, I think Vettel's shown that he cannot adapt his driving to a car. I think we saw that at Red Bull when he was up against Ricardo before he left. We've seen it at Ferrari when the car suited Leclerc more. And I would not be surprised if he just struggles all season long. So we'll we'll have to wait and see, but I I don't think he's the type of driver that that can sort of drive around an issue. He's not like Alonso, Lewis, and Verstappen who can just do that. They seem to be able to just extract the speed out of anything. Vettel doesn't seem very much like that. He needs he needs the car to sort of feel right, a particular way. A bit like how a bit like how Jensen used to be, as well. He Jensen Button he. he when he was at McLaren, he, he often struggled unless he got the setup exactly how he wanted it. Whereas Lewis was able to sort of get the speed out of it pretty much all the time. So I think uh, I think I do think he's gonna he's gonna really struggle this year. But then you know we get to next year, and Aston are pouring all these funds in. We might we might see a much better a much better car from them and we might also get a much better Sebastian Vettel so we'll have to wait and see i don't want to judge him necessarily on this year but i imagine, I imagine a lot mm -hmm. of people will i don't know what you think yeah I, I i think i do think you're right with how he struggles to adapt to a car if it doesn't suit his driving style um i do think this year will be a lot of learning especially with how Aston works now that they've got those funds coming in and obviously moving into uh, next year when all the regs change. Um, it'd be interesting to see how he does measure up against Stroll this year. Um, you know, Stroll's slowly, slowly maturing 
a bit as an F1 driver. I still don't think he's got the raw pace of a lot of people on the grid. But I do think it'll be interesting to see how those two measure up against each other, how the year goes on. Yeah. But it's looking good for Stroll at the moment, based off the one race. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he handled it a lot better. A lot better. I don't know uh, if that's because he's a more adaptable driver. Uh, or if he's just used to the 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 style of the car, because it's still gonna it's still gonna have a similar it's still gonna have similar characteristics to last year, uh, and he's used to obviously he's used to the power unit as well. But uh, mm. you know he's he's had some good performances over the years, he, even. Um, you know, the time at Williams and that as well. So, yeah. you know, it, 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 I, I can't I can't weigh up Stroll completely yet, but I, I think him up against Sebastian Vettel will make him look a lot better than it will Sebastian. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. It's, again, it's still only the first race of the season, so we can't put yeah. our eggs in one basket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're basing it all uh, off of so, one race so uh, far. Yeah, exactly. So my my driver of the day, Perez. Uh, I agree. I'm I'm with you on that as well. I I totally agree. Move, moving on. So he definitely had an impact that I think Red Bull wanted, especially after the issue he had going to the grid and having to start from the pit lane. Um. Yeah, I can't can't say I wasn't impressed yourself yeah I, I i agree i mean he handled it very very well at the start i mean that was that was full-on disaster mode for a minute and even having to start from the pit lane i mean that's not ideal at all i mean all those places he lost with that you imagine where he would have finished if it if it started where he was supposed to start he yeah it was a very very strong drive a very strong drive, and I think that's exactly what Red Bull need. And I think, I do think they he will be very, very happy because he's got a car that he right now he thinks is the fastest car, and he knows this is his chance. Yeah. And I think that we'll get fireworks with him and Max if he if he can just stick with him in qualifying. I think there's going to be I think there's going to be some fireworks. do I, I agree i do think they finally have what they were looking for in album uh in the wingman the verstappen needs in paris um obviously the issue with album was consistency um yeah he just couldn't get the pay get the one lap pace to get up there to have an impact during the race when he was up there during the race he was able to deliver unless he got hit by hammer yeah but um yeah true True. Um, but do you do, do you do you see Perez though? Do you see Perez as a as a mm. wingman? This is the this is the thing that I at the, at, go on. At the moment I do while he's learning the intricacies of how Red Bull work and how the car works. Next year when it's a clean slate, no. <laughs> Everybody's next next year, slates wiped clean, brand new rule, you know, brand new regulations coming in. Nobody knows how these cars are gonna are gonna run. It's basically it's every, it's gonna be every driver for themselves. There's no there's not gonna be a number one and number two. Um, unless obviously the first couple of races will kind of will that out a little bit, but no one's gonna know how quick they are until these cars hit the track. So I, I think for this year, I think if he's if he gets up to speed really quickly. I think he could be a pain in the, pain in the side for Red Bull because I don't think he will play second fiddle to Verstappen. No. It all depends how quickly he gets up to speed. So you don't think he's really going to challenge Verstappen this year then? I think he I think he will. Uh, I hope he does. I want him to. Um, I don't think it will happen for another, another two, three races minimum yet. I think that Red Bull is so different from the racing point he drove for so many years. 
um it's yeah breaking those breaking those nuances and those habits that worked that won't work with the red bull and it's just how quick is he to adapting to that um but you know the first race in bahrain he shows showed speed um you know he only finished um 6 seconds off of norris yeah um from starting at the back of the grid so it was a good a um it was a good start so if he hopefully that red bull stays reliable <laughs> we know what a red bull can be like it's not the most yeah. kind of scale, i mean that i mean it was a bit of a blip there at the start for him uh but they they seem to be they seem to be fairly reliable otherwise they don't seem to have had many issues. I think so, most of the cars now were pretty bulletproof. Yeah. It's not like the old days. But uh No. <laughs> I Yeah, I, I'm 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 expecting him to do really well this year. I'm I'm still you know, I, I still sort of think he will beat Bottas in terms of the you know, the drivers championship. Yeah. And we'll see what else he does. But I, I, I think, I think within two, three races, I think he's going to be right up there, and I think he will be pushing very, very hard because he might, he might just think that you know this could be his only chance if the car is the best, and he knows the regulation changes coming in next year. He might just think, you know, throw caution to the wind and just, just go for it. Yeah, but I we'll do. See. Um, I do think it's going to be interesting to see how he does against Bottas. Yes, that's the. I do think I do think Perez will have the pace of Verstappen. Uh, the the first hurdle is you've got the Hamilton Verstappen fight and potentially the Bottas Perez fight. This is you the know, thing. Bottas finished. Bottas finished only forty seconds behind the, the front front two. Yes, he had the tire. Yes, he had the, the tire stuck in the pit lane, and, and then he pitted again to try and get the fastest lap. But he was still 18 seconds down the road before he did his second uh, mm -hmm. pit stop to try and get to get the fastest lap. Yeah, it is still a bit eight, eight so, or nine seconds behind. Yeah, it was, it was quite a distance. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how he compares because if he starts being a thorn in the side and actually being the driver that Red Bull need to be, I think I think it's going to, it's going to be a good season. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be really close. And uh, I think I think he's gonna, you know, they're both they're both gonna push Mercedes really hard. <clears throat> I mean, as you say, the, the 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 thing is this time is that it's 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 an inter team battle, which mm -hmm. adds a completely different dimension to the to the fight because it, it's 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 all it's it's not, it's not as interesting when you've just got the one team and their drivers fighting for it. Because you know there's going to be some sort of yep. orders or they've got to play nice, whatever else. We want to see the teams going at it because then there's 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 no prisoners taken, and that's that's how you yeah, want it. So I think this could be probably probably the first real battle we've had since like twenty what twenty seventeen twenty eighteen. Yeah, I think it'd be good. I think it'd be good, and it's going to be just interesting to sort of see how it develops through the season, especially with the races coming up. Because uh, apparently, you know, Red Bull have still got the—they've actually got the the straight line speed and advantage at the minute. Yeah, Honda have done good. Very good. If only McLaren so had stuck with, with them. <laughs> yeah. So with uh, on that note, so with the um. Mercedes and Red Bull at the front. Obviously, speaking of McLaren, uh, Norris came fourth. Ricardo came seventh. Not a bad start for them either to continue their um, their form and try and keep third this year. Yep, everything. They, they've been reliable. They've been fast. We thought they were pretty quick. The qualifying pace didn't look as good as what we expected. But in the race, they, they really did did well i mean obviously lando very racy very 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 good um mm -hmm. with the position that he finished as well he did he did great and ricardo didn't feel he'd done great but then they found that he had damage to the floor mm -hmm. or damage to something 
So he, he was losing time and not realizing that he was losing time. So he could have been right up there with Lando as well. Had he not had that issue. But Lando, Lando, Lando needed to put a marker down. I mean, he's up against Ricardo, who's, you know, he's won multiple races. He's classed as one of the, uh, the big drivers, I would say. Yeah. So Lando, you know, he's got this guy coming into the team who sort of really gets on with everybody, but he's also hyper-competitive, very popular. He needed to, he needed to put in a performance and and show everybody that he can beat him, and he did that. He did that very well. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I think I um, I think Norris is kind of coming into his own a bit. Um, yeah, yes, it was good to see he had a solid. I think he put the statement out when he overtook uh, Leclerc. Um. I think him and I think him and Ricardo are going to have some good fights this year, um, but I definitely think that McLaren over race pace is definitely better at the moment than the uh, Ferrari. Yeah, but it'll uh, be it's interesting like, to see how that midfield. Yeah, Karen. Yeah, it's like you said as well, like with the you know with how close the midfield is, you've got you've got other drivers getting involved at the same time. So it's it, they're not yep. really they've not really got time to be fighting amongst themselves because it's just that close. It's so, definitely going to be um it's, it's going to be a good midfield one. I don't I don't think McLaren are very far ahead. I do think it's McLaren, Ferrari, um, Alpha Tauri, uh, but yeah, I even put Aston Martin into the mix and Alpine Alpine with Alonso. I'm intrigued to see how Wacom carries on, but but at the moment McLaren look the best of the rest behind Red Bull and Mercedes. Again, it's only the first race of the season. Um, it's not a bad drive from either driver, like you say, especially with Ricardo having the damage as well. Yeah, um, yeah, I think if he didn't um, have that damage, you know. Yeah, he could he could have he could have finished right up there with Lando, uh, potentially. So, you know, there's more there's more in the tank there um from McLaren and I think they'll get Ricardo's going to get more comfortable with the car as well. You know, it's like Vettel mm-hmm. Vettel going to to Aston, Ricardo's also got to get used to McLaren and you know, the power unit as well. So, you know, we've got quite a few drivers who have, have sort of they've got to get into it a little bit, settle in. And then we'll sort of see where they stand after that. But I'm, I'm sure Ricard, mm-hmm. Ricardo's a quality driver as well. He'll 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 make the most of the car, and it'll be just good to see whether Lando can keep up with him or whether he can beat him. Everyone's watch. That's for sure. Yeah, it will be. It'll be very good. And I, I kind of feel like. People sort of think Lando's good, but he's not, you know, Ricardo good. And I think that's how a lot it's that seemed to be the feeling that I had sort of going into the season that people just thought that Ricardo would just, you know, beat him, beat him easily. Yeah. So I, I, I want to yeah. see, yeah, I want to see how that develops. I want to see how that develops. I'm, I'm very interested in that. And same, same with uh, Sainz and Leclerc. I do think uh, the signs did say he was taking it steady. Didn't want to do, take any risks, which is fine, because he wanted the track time to get used to the car, which is always yeah. good. So, so yeah, finished eighth, which was good. Um, so, um, moving on to AlphaTauri. Obviously, we had the dive from dive bomb from Sonoda, which was good. Was yeah, good he did a he did a couple a of those, didn't he? It did a few. It's just a shame that they both had damage. Obviously, Gasly lost the uh, the wing um, at the start. The restart. That was that was his mistake, though, wasn't it? I mean, it was. Uh, he just it was he clipped, he clipped the, the uh, Ricardo, clipped the left he? rear. Yeah, yeah, Ricardo. I'm surprised Ricardo didn't get a puncture from that. To, to be honest. Mm. 
So well, yeah, it's, it's good to see that some pace in that car. Um, yeah, just just quiet from them really. Um, we'll have to wait and see what they can do in uh, Imola's the next win, isn't it? Yeah, and see what they can do there. And then you got Williams and Alfa Romeo that just had solid drives. And um, do you want to uh, do you want to go into Hastel? Well, I mean, what is it to say? What is it to Give say? Me right I mean, round, they baby, were just. Right <laughs> 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 oh, I mean, I know you know we never we never wish that drivers have crashes or incidents or whatever else, but a lot of people were quite happy to see to see um, Mazapin Mazaspin. Sorry, Mazaspin. That was the hashtag, right? Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. A lot of people were happy to see him in the gravel. It just... But then obviously Mick had an issue as well. He went he went off... Um, was it a couple of laps later or a lap later or something like that? Restart. I can't remember. It was the yeah, restart, it was a, yeah. It was at the, uh, yeah. It was the restart. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it's a turn four at the restart. It just looks like a horrible, horrible car to drive. Yeah, it it does look. Yeah, even you got got to feel sorry for throwing two rookies in a car that looks horrible, knowing that they even has have said they're not focusing on this year. They're looking at next year. Yeah, and you have to put up with that for the entire year. Twenty yeah, twenty three twenty three calendar this year. Yeah, long, long longest calendar, and you know you've got to put up with a really bad car. <laughs> it's not ideal. It's not ideal, and it's it's got to be. It's got to destroy your motivation a little bit. Okay, so throwing this in here, prediction for next race, do you think a Haas will finish? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Okay. okay. I, think, I think one will finish. Which one? <laughs> well, I know the one I don't want to finish. <laughs> yeah, well. I um yeah. I don't know. I just I don't know. I don't know if it felt I don't know if retribution is the right word for when he went off. Mm. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. I, it's just it, it's just moving disappointing because we know, you know, as you say, they're not developing the car all year. Um I, mm -hmm. I feel I feel yeah. sorry for Mick more than anything because I kind of feel like I kind of feel like he should have been in the alpha Romeo it was it, it was strange after watching Drive to Survive and then seeing him in the Haas it yeah. didn't make sense yeah I kind of feel like if they wanted him to develop as a driver the Alfa Romeo would have been perfect. You've got Kimi Raikkonen as your teammate who you can learn all sorts of things from. I, I'm, inter I'm interested to see what they offered Schumacher to make him get a Haas. And, and, unless they've got uh, Giovinazzi bolted down in something. Unless unless Ferrari just wanted Giovinazzi to stay there. Maybe. It's just, yeah, it just feels a bit... Well, technically Haas is a Ferrari junior team as well now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's a bit odd. It definitely is odd that he went to Hassan, not to Alpha. Um, yeah, it would have would have suited yeah. him a lot better. But as you say, if Giovinazzi's mm. got a contract or something going on there that that kept him, you know, more in the running for that seat, then fair enough. But it's just a shame for Mick that he's got to put up with this Hass now. That's going to be the rest, rest just of the season, yeah. just terrible i mean it's like it, it's it's like russell having the um the williams a couple of years back that was just dire i mean the williams has been pretty dire anyway but when he i think when he first jumped into it it was really bad i think um 
Do you think Latifi's going to beat Russell this year, or do you think Russell's just going to dominate Latifi again? I I don't see Latifi as being in the same class as Russell. I just don't. And Latifi's I, not impressed, really, has he? Is it? No. And I, I know I get I get what people say. I know Russell is a Mercedes driver, and I know he was given the chance in Hamilton's car. But if you take that aside, um, yeah, it's just it's very rare that you see Latifi ahead of Russell. Well, I don't think I don't think Latifi just, yeah. outqualified him once last year, did he? No, I don't think he, I don't think he did. So yeah, so... Just, I'm intrigued to see. Yeah, it's a tough one. He's going to stay next year, especially with the rumours going around of um, uh, VW Group looking interested in getting involved. Now that would be interesting, but I I, I agree. I don't think I don't think Latifi will be in F one next year. I just don't. Interesting. So. Especially especially if they do get if you do get somebody like that come in, that that partners with the team yeah. or takes over whatever. You're going to see on, yeah. a bit of a, a change in driver lineup. I mean, I think Russell's going to go to Mercedes next year anyway. Yeah. Um, never know. See what happens. But yeah, <laughs> I think they might they might have two new drivers in next year. Should be interesting. Um, so addressing the elephant in the room, track limits. Thoughts. Mm. Where do we begin? <laughs> well, I'd say we begin at the point where you know people were going out of out of bounds. Was it turn four? Yeah, yeah, it was turn four. Yeah, turn four. Um, you know, people going wide at turn four. Hamilton, in particular, using it. You know, and for some reason, you couldn't use it during qualifying. But you were allowed to use it during the race. Is that right? I think I think it was right, but uh, I could they, be wrong. Some, some, apparently they apparently they were told they weren't allowed to during the race either. But I, I, it's this, this starts this issue starts for me years going years back because track limits has always been a discussion that has always gone on, and over the past two or three seasons they keep changing from circuit to circuit where track limits are. I personally, every circuit's got two white lines yeah. painted either side of the road. That's the track. You, you can dip two wheels over if you need to use the curbs, etc. Not a problem. But if four wheels go over that white line, you're off the circuit. Yeah. So why... And having the white this, lines this is the thing. I don't understand why it's so difficult to enforce that. I, 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 get, I get safety. I get safety may play a part. Um, I know they've changed um, one of the turns in Barcelona uh, in the Spanish Spanish circuit at Catalonia. They've changed the um, they've oh, which turn is it? The sweeping. They've changed the sweeping left hand. It used to be a tight left into yes. the left right. Yeah, like the last last the start of the last sector. Yeah, they've changed that for safety for MotoGP. Yeah, just after, just um, after, just really in that DRS points. zone, isn't it? Just after the DRS yeah, zone. So, yeah. So I, I get, I get them changing the track layout for safety reasons. So if that corner is a safety concern, why can't they adjust the corner? It's, it's it just yeah. They just need to stop making the rules change from one track to another. Just tell they them just they've got to stay within. The line, yeah, so the limits, and like the car, two wheels over, and to, that's it. Mm. When it was I, when it was cleared up, every car was able to do it without a problem. So I don't know why they were allowed to do. This it is the thing for me: is that I, I I could not get my head around the fact that for the majority of the race, it was fine. Lewis did the entire yeah. race; multiple drivers did, and then they got to a point in the race where they were like, "Oh no, you can't use that anymore." Why are they changed? Uh, why are they changing it partway through won. a race? Well, this is the thing, isn't it? If Red Bull had not complained, they'd have won. Yeah. Well, the irony in I that. I think they would have. Yeah. I mean, what was it? I can't remember what article regulation it has, but yeah, that goes into passing. 
Um, so I don't. But think this is the thing: if you, I, I, I kind of feel like if you're going to allow cars to go, you know, Circular outside track then. limits, why is it any yeah. different? Why why should it be any different for an overtake? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, if you're still using yeah, the same I bit of track, it, it, it to me, to me, it just seems odd. And for people watching, yeah, makes no sense whatsoever. No, it doesn't. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some clarification moving forward that it's just white lines, <laughs> two wheels over the white good. line. That's what happened in the old days. Exactly. Bring that's back, that's literally how it traps. should be. Why? Why? You know, I don't. We'll I don't understand. I I honestly do not understand why it is that difficult to have a set rule that works every track because you've got the you've got the white line there every track. The limits are there every track. It's quite clear. Just, why, just stick with it. I like the old, old yeah, yeah. That's why I like the old, old school circuits. You know, track limits were track limits. If you yeah. made a mistake, you were in a gravel trap and you were done. Not the, not like the Temple of Tarmac in France. And then it doesn't confuse the viewership, and you don't get people complaining. I mean, that's all Twitter was straight after the race. Oh well, Lewis only won because it was you, you know, going outside track limits all race long, and then. Yeah, it takes it takes away from um, it takes away from an awesome fight that the two had. The two of them Literally. had an awesome on track fight, and it's all been marred by one bit of ruling. Yep, yep. So and I, I, it just you know, you, that that's the only downside to that race. That was the only downside to the mm. race. You know, they, they, yep. if they just enforce these things properly, I, I I don't even know why it needs to be enforced. It should just be the standard. It should be, it, should it, be it sense. Exactly, yeah. It should just be common sense that you have to stay on the track. Uh, no matter how much runoff there is, you know, it it, it just boggles my mind that they can't they, um, get to grips with it. If they, can't stick, if they can't stick to track limits, they should bring in like the um, that old F1 All-Stars game, like the Mario Kart oh, version. Oh, man. They should they they should introduce speed ramps. <laughs> they can't stick to track limits. We're gonna turn this into like a Mario Kart style thing. <laughs> I might as well. I can't keep the one rule. Just bring in a load of new ones. <laughs> Makes up it's a like, little bit. Be like uh, F one online lobbies. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> Crash Central. Oh, um, so next race is at Imola. Thoughts mm. on the track. I I mean the 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 race that we had there last year because it was one of the um one of the uh, Grand Prix that we had put on in Italy didn't we last year? Mm-hmm. It's very um. It seemed like there wasn't much in the way of overtaking opportunities. Mm-hmm. So and it's high speed as well. Yeah. So, Red Bull are looking. They've got the they've got the best straight line speed. I know Mercedes were having an issue with um can't remember what the word was now, but the uh they they were having some sort of issue with the clipping on the uh on the ERS. And they, they sort of lose oh, were they? Yeah, they weren't able to sort of deploy it as well as Red Bull. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the word now. It'll come to me at some point. But uh, they're they're expecting that Red Bull are going to be in front of them, probably by probably by just as much, if not more, than at Bahrain. I definitely think it's going to suit Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely a, a Red Bull focused circuit. This one, um, I do think it'd be interesting how McLaren do as well. I think with the sweeping corners that Imola has. Um, with their funky diffuser, I think yep. it will help them. Um, and uh, Alpha yeah, Tower as well. Think, I think the big, I think the big picture will show itself when we get to. I don't know. Portugal, Portugal might show it. Portugal's more of a power track, but when we get to Spain again, yeah, I think that obviously Spain's normally Spain's the more technical track. Um, it'd be interesting to see how we go in Imola. I think. Um, 
Yeah, I think I hope to see another good mid-race fight between Ferrari and um, Aston Martin. Hopefully Alpine can sort themselves out, but I think they're more focusing on next year. I think they've got some upgrades coming by the sound of things for this race. So that should be good. I think Um, a lot of the the teams are going to be focusing for next year, aren't they? Um, Yeah. But then then because you've got such a because you've got such a close fight you know, you might you might have a few teams that sort of think, well, we need to we need to fight this because of how close we actually are. Yeah. So I think, but I, think the, um, I think it's Alpine, it's Alpine and Alpine and Aston that I sort of think they might bring a few updates, but then just leave it yeah. just because of that they're that far off the 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 sort of the front end of the midfield. I think, I think as well with the cost capping, I think the prize money is going to be more important than ever. So I think yeah. anything the teams can do to get that bit of extra cash in, I think it'll definitely, you know, I think if if Williams can pick up a non point here or there, I think they'll spend a bit of money updating the car for, for this year. Um, is it the yeah. um, is it the new the new um, the new rules for the uh, Aero development, where if you get, if you further, but the further you yeah, are on the grid, the more development time you get in the uh, the winter yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it came in this year, didn't yeah, it? But they, obviously, I, I'm thinking that some teams might think that that might be better used for next year. So, like, they, if they, if they, they if say Alpine, send... if say Alpine finish, yeah, you know, fifth, sixth, whatever. Yep. Um. They they might instead of like pushing to try and beat another team, or they might just think, you know, we'll just take this one on chin, and because we think we've got yeah. a really good car next year, what we'll do is we'll we'll just have extra time in the wind tunnel. Yeah. So they, I, I, I kind of feel like some teams might might use that a little bit. I don't know if that's something that's still going to be used heavily for next year. I've not actually really looked at the regulations properly for next year in that respect, but. I think the timings. I think that the. I think the timings in the wind tunnel change next year. The percentage amount. Right. But it doesn't change. It doesn't change too much. But yeah, you're right. I think it's going to be interesting. Interesting to see how the smaller teams use the extra time in the yeah. wind tunnel to kind of see if they can get that gain next year. I think it's a big boost for Williams. You have to think like. Well, it would just you have to think of Ferrari. Like Ferrari finished sixth last year. So mm. the fact they finished sixth means they get a large percentage more than Red Bull and Mercedes. So you know I wouldn't rule off Ferrari next year. So the the I, I'm not sure how it works in terms of say like you know because because Ferrari did quite badly last year, and they get more mm-hmm. wind tunnel time this year. Is that yeah. is that a this year for this year's car or is it this year for next year's car? year to do what they want i think mm. i don't know i don't know if Even it's more for this year or for next um let me have a look um so the error testing so that's a quick it just says they can develop their racing car um just makes it more sustainable, level playing field. Um, so I think it's good. It's so good for Williams. I think. Williams will, yeah. Williams will be able to make use of that because they've got more money getting put in as well now. So hopefully they'll, uh, with the new regulations, they'll actually uh, hit the ground running. I'm hopeful anyway. So. Um, so William, so sorry, Mercedes finished first last year, so they get ninety percent of the current aero testing allowed for this year. Next year, they only get seven. Whoever finishes first in the constructors gets seventy. Right. So Ferrari finished sixth, so they get twelve twelve and a half percent more running time aero testing this year than Mercedes. And they get ten percent more running uh, error testing time than Red Bull. Um, if this was next year, uh, they'd be looking at twenty five percent 
Wow. Yeah, next year's the big... So next year, so for example, if Mercedes were to win this year, they would only get 70% aero testing um, allowed for um, 2022. And yeah. Williams, if they finished, well, Haas, if they finished bottom, which way they look, they get 115%. Wow. So they get, yeah, they get 45% more time aero testing than Mercedes. So for Haas, who are just going all in for next year, they'll get so much more. They're going to get a lot more for that, aren't they? Next year. Yeah, yeah, for next year. Yeah, it's an interesting. It is an it's interesting concept, change. Yeah, yeah. I do, I do, I do, do think, think it, would, it might help. Do you think it'll make the grid fluid, or do you still think there'll be an order? I, I think it's tricky because whenever, whenever change. we get, whenever we get these big these big changes with the regulations, uh, there usually ends up being one team that's miles ahead. Somebody somebody pulls something out of the bag and you get a team that's got quite a chunk of time over everybody else and then it takes multiple seasons for everybody to sort of catch up, bunch up, whatever. So I'm just worried yeah. that now that we've just hit a point where we've got two teams that are close... We've got a bit of a fight on that we're going to go back to sort of how we were in 2014. Probably not as bad because, you know, we've not got the issues with the power units like we had then, but, or we won't have. But it's another team running away with it. Yeah. yeah. You just don't know. But no. um, I, I, I think it'll be interesting, though. I think it's 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 a big change. It's It's a change that needs to happen, especially if they're trying to make mm -hmm. the cars more able to to follow closely and and race better i think it'd be good i'm looking mm. forward to it yeah so um what do you shall we go on to our predictions for the race the next grand prix yeah do you want to go, like to go first i don't know if you want to do like a top three um. or what do you reckon? I'm happy, yeah, I'm happy to do top three. I'm happy to do top three. I'll let you say yours first then. Let me say my first. Ooh, I'm going to go for Stappen, Hamilton, Perez. Okay. I am going for a Red Bull 1-2. And I'm going to go for Verstappen, nice. Perez, Hamilton. So we've got the same top three, nice. just in slightly different order. Yeah, I, I think I'm just yeah. I I would like to I would like it to be a Red Bull one two. Just yeah, I'm just I I'm still yeah. We'll see this race what Perez can do. I still don't think he's fully tapped that Red Bull yet. And until until he has, I think um, I still think there's a, a bit of a gap between him and Verstappen. So we'll see. I like be I like to be proven wrong. So um, I I hope he does a cracking job. Well, uh, I think this this race in particular, because of how difficult it was to overtake in the previous year, I think qualifying qualifying is going to be interesting. Qualifying sort of where it's at, more so. And I think Verstappen Verstappen's just quick in qualifying generally. He's 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 usually on it. Hamilton's usually on it. I think I still think it'll be. Verstappen, Hamilton in qualifying, and maybe Perez behind yeah. him, because Perez is still trying to get used to things. But uh, yeah, I'm hope I'm hoping Perez can do more. I'm ho I'm I'm you know, I've still got my fingers crossed for Perez winning the race. I want him to. I, I want Verstappen to have a real challenge in the team. Just so we don't, if the car is that good and we find out when we get to other tracks that actually the Red Bull is just way superior to the Mercedes, I want him, I want him to have a battle with somebody. But uh, I think I think Lewis, I think see. Lewis will still be up there anyway. It's you know for most races. Can't count him out, can you? No, you really can't. We'll, we'll see. We'll see the next race. We will indeed. I think uh I think we've just about covered covered everything. 
would you say? I mean, three-week gap to the race, um, not ideal. I've not been happy about this. <laughs> we are a little bit late uh, in recording this episode, but, uh, you know, we had to fill... We had to fill those three weeks somehow, so we thought we may as well just do it a little bit later and uh, not leave everybody waiting um, even longer for content afterwards. But yeah, I think... Uh, have we? How many races have we got in a row after this? Is it just two? Uh, I think it's two. Yeah. So we'll have... Obviously, we'll have, uh, we'll have more podcast episodes going up uh, in quick succession. Uh, soon because we've got it's 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 a very busy season we, as we said there's 23 races we've got a lot to cover so yeah i um i'm really looking forward to seeing how the next race pans out you having a quick so look on the uh the old app so we have i am a quick look so we have obviously we have imola coming up uh next weekend um it's a two-week break until portugal and then uh, we have a back-to-back with portugal and spain so so portugal is on the second the race is on the second and then we have the following week in uh spain on the ninth so Sweet. yeah so it's uh so it's emila then a two-week gap and then we have a back-to-back with portugal and spain and then monaco at the end of may real well 23rd um... I'm, I'm, I'm. I just want to get more into it now. I, like one race is just not enough, and we had a three-week gap. It's been so painful. <laughs> it's just been so painful. I think everybody else has been like I'm... that on Twitter, just complaining and just be like, "Oh my god, like three weeks, really?" You have to remember as well. It was like the season goes through now until the twelfth of December. <laughs> That's mental, though, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's crazy it's a long, long season. So. Yeah, we'll we'll be here giving our thoughts and opinions and being proven wrong. I hope. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure we will be. We usually are. Uh but yeah, I think that I think that just about wraps it up. Uh Ash, if you want to let everybody know where they can find you on social media and the like. Uh you can find me on Twitter at Barky Gaming. And you can find me guys uh on Twitter at AirGuysGT and also on YouTube AirGuysGaming. But thank you very much for listening. We'll be uh, back after the next race at Imola. Take care. We'll see you next time. Take care.